episode of we did that shit podcast where we talk about who did some shit what we learned from shit and how we got through some shit i'm maya and i'm the d podcast family we appreciate you and we hope your week was the shit if this is your first time tuning in welcome if you like our company please listen on your favorite podcast platform we're on anchor iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Hey, girl. What's up? What's going on? It is springtime. It is spring. I am so happy. I don't care that the weather's been raining and hailing. I don't care. It's spring, and it does something to me on the inside. Oh. It does all that, huh? It does something to me on the inside. I got stuff done. It was great. I never had spring make me feel like that. Maybe I need to rethink this spring thing. I love spring. Winter is just a dead season. It's just a season of death. And spring just is. And spring is new life. And I love it. I look forward to March 20th every year. Okay. Okay. I didn't like that winter. It's just death. It it's is. Like, it's a dead season. Okay. Yeah. Winter is a dead season. Well, how was your week? I mean, what's going Girl, on? How was your week? Let me tell you what happened. You ain't going to believe this. Okay. So, you know how you can have a Facebook friend or whatever, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know. Sheila from the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Sheila, whatever. You know, all you doing is showing pictures of the kids. You know, they, mm-hmm. it ain't that serious, right? So this girl, and literally, because you know, we moved a lot when we was young. Mm-hmm. So I was like going to a different school every year up to the seventh grade. So I think I was in the fifth grade. Or maybe I was in the fourth grade because Tisha was in the fifth grade. So it was this girl, you know, in our little neighborhood or whatever. You know, all right, she's my Facebook friend. Why does she keep putting on my timeline, like, hey, girl, love you. Hey, girl, love you. Call me. I'm like. Who are you? I mean, I know who she is, but I'm like, what in the world is going on? Mm -hmm. So, and you know, I'm on the phone all the time at work or whatever. And if I'm talking, unless I'm talking to you or my bestie, I ain't on the phone. Mm -hmm. I ain't no phone talker. So, um. Then she sent me, and I was just ignoring them because, you know, in order to put things on my timeline, like, it'll ask me, this person tags you in this. Would you like to put it on your timeline? Whatever. So I've never added it to my timeline. So she sent me a message in this uh, whole message thing. Mm-hmm. What is this called? The Facebook Messenger uh-huh. thing? The message reads, baby, I need some help with getting to my court date. I don't have nowhere else to turn. I hope you can help. I use Cash App. And then put her number. <laughs> and then put her number. I can pay you back on the 3rd of April. I live in the country and court is in a city an hour away. Um <laughs> So you know me. I'm like, first of all, and you know I'm always gullible and everything, but so I was just like, what? It's going on. Exactly. So and who is baby? It, first of exactly, all. Exactly. Like, I know you in the fifth grade up the, the blue, street like, and then exactly. I moved. So that's start there. Right. Let's dissect this thing. So who's I called, baby? Right. So I called my sister. Okay. I was like, uh T <laughs> I got this message from, you know, Sheila. Sheila. Mm-hmm. And so and she just started busting out laughing. And I was like, what? She was like, she a crackhead. <laughs> Like, she need money. Oh. I felt... So, right. That's how I felt. Like, oh, wow. It's so unfortunate. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but She was like, block her. I mean, listen, you know how she is. She don't yeah. care, right? But I was just... I just kept looking at the text. Like, oh, my gosh. I can't... You know. So, I, I wrote... I texted... You, you texted back? back? Yeah, I said... Even after you knew she was the crackhead? Yeah. Okay. I said... Because... 
you know, T was like, block her. Like, don't be sending her no money, you know, block her, whatever. Like, yeah. I wasn't sending her no money anyway, but T was just like, block her. Right. So I said, I will keep you in prayer. You can write the court and request a postponement for hardship and medical reasons. And what did she respond back? I, <laughs> I don't know what she said back after that. I mean, I did what I was told and I blocked her. I, I muted the conversation and I blocked her on Facebook. First of all, if you need money so that you could buy drugs, where are you getting Facebook from? Because you got to have a data plan. Well, I don't know. And Obama phones don't give first you a data of all, plan. You could, first of all, she could really actually be... First of all, you was just in the hospital on Facebook. Like, praise the Lord, my search. She had a GoFundMe page for her surgery Aww. and stuff like that. Like, you was just in the hospital, so... She wasn't. Or maybe wasn't. Or I don't, I don't know. She just was collecting funds from right. you gullible but, people out there. Yeah. Did she hit you with the baby... For the GoFundMe thing? No, for the message. Like, she hit you with the, baby, I got to go to court. And here's the thing. This is how you know that she been doing this for a little yeah. minute because she got her stories down packed. She didn't, she didn't thought of everything. She asked you for the money. Uh-huh. She said, I got cash at. She didn't told you she lived in the country, that she don't live. She got to go to the court in the city. The city. So it's the an hour away. All the way in the country. I don't matter. She yeah. thought of all the details. So right. she's smart, if nothing else. You know what I'm saying? She like. Yeah, let me get my stuff. Well, if if she's not a crackhead, like Judge Mathis says, you got, you got crackish crack. ways. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. At this point, at this point, I don't know what you are. You know, I can't even believe that people. I, I ain't even gonna say I can't believe right. because people got the audacity to do all kinds of stuff. But you gonna hit me with the. I only know you up the block in the fifth grade, and now I'm the one you asking for money? She has nowhere else to turn, she said. Oh, well, girl, if I'm the only person you got to turn to, your life is in shambles, because I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, if you don't have nobody else to turn to but a Facebook friend. And I friend, do know her, well, her mom passed, but, and I do know her dad, and I see her dad around and everything. How you know whatever. Her dad's a preacher. You know him enough to go up to him like, hey, Mr. Richard? Yeah. Well, you should have called Mr. Richard and said, well, I don't know on number. Facebook. I mean, he knows. And he probably, when she says she don't have nowhere to turn, she probably didn't, you know. Turned him inside her, out. Exactly. Her her brother, sister, her dad, she probably didn't use them up. Because you know how everybody just. And so now what? You're going down your Facebook list. And my, all right, let me know, see. My Facebook name starts with an A, so I was close to it. Right. She was like, all right, let me see. Ooh, I'm going to send this out. Now, here's the real question. Do you know somebody else that knows her, like, on Facebook? Or do you have mutual friends? Um, I can't check now, but I'm sure we do. Because at this point, I will call the mutual friend or send a mutual friend a message like, yo, did you get this? But that's why I called T. That's why I called T. Did T T get the message? No, she said she unfriended her on Facebook a long time ago because she a crackhead. I need to know who this person is offline. (laughs) (laughs) Offline, I feel like not Priscilla. You don't know her. I don't know her. Uh Uh-uh. She from Camden? Uh-uh. Oh, all right. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world now. It makes all the sense in the world now. Okay. All right. Well, good thing for you that you didn't give her the money. Right. I, well, I don't, I'm not into the money. It's not that you're into the money thing, but you're nice. Anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, you're right, a right. nice person, right. and it's like one of them kind of people that suck you up. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, my mom had an aide. You know, for two days. And in the two days, she done told my mom her whole life story. I'm getting I'm getting beat up at home. My kids don't got a ride. I'm hungry. You know, and, and, and of course, my mom being the kind of person she is, she like, oh, man, I need to get make a care package for this girl. Right. Buy some Band-Aids. Right. You know, she want to help her. So, no. And that's the kind of person you are. Want to help. Like, jump to the boogie to help people. <laughs> and so, good thing, you know, you ain't jump to the, to the uh, you know, right. good thing you ain't help her. So, you had an interesting week. I did. I was like, they really tried me, but it's springtime. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. week was pretty good. So, uh, um, I mean, I know you usually say, how was your week? But I'm just offering it up. Okay. My week was pretty good. It was. <laughs> Show <Sure> enough. <laughs> 
I put my business on the street. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, my week was pretty good. You know, I had this 10-year plan that you speak of, um, I guess is moving a little, you know, maybe 10 minutes or 10 months as opposed to 10 years. But no, my week was pretty good. I um, I had some a guest over to my house. You know, I did a little entertaining, had a really good time with that, laugh, joke, you know. <laughs> Uh-huh, that whole thing, <laughs> you know, hand on the chest, hand on the one hand on the chest, one hand on the shoulder, laugh. <laughs> You're yeah, so funny. That. <laughs> um, so that was a good time, and and then I came to New Jersey. Mm. That's how my week was, you know, spending the weekend with the family. We going to do family stuff, hang out, laugh, joke, eat, uh, see Tyler Perry. It's new right. play. Oh, yeah, we are going. Yeah, all that damn money for that play. And I better laugh the whole damn time, too. Well, you will, because you always be laughing at everything, but... It'll be just my luck. That's the one that I don't laugh at. So, no, other than that, my week was pretty good. I, You know, I can't complain. Oh, that's good. And Jiggy's going. You oh, know, yeah. I keep saying every day, Jig, don't forget the Friday right. Sunday. Okay. And they love the damn Tyler Perry. He does. This is going to be my first time ever seeing Tyler Perry's play. I never seen it on DVD. I never seen it in person. Ever nothing. No. I've always seen his movies, but I've never seen his plays. And oh. my friend was telling me like, "Oh, you gonna love it because you know that's how he started out." She mm-hmm. was saying how good the plays was. Right, because they ad lib and all kinds yeah. of stuff happened. And I'm looking forward to that good singing. <laughs> you know, because right. I feel like all all right. those kind of plays, they have an impromptu song they that do. just busts out. They like do. you'd be like, I'm not gonna take it anymore, and then the next thing you know, they belt him from the gut. So I'm looking forward to that. And Tamela Man is in it, right? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. and and Brown. What? I hope so. Yeah, that's because usually they're together, but Tamela Man and um, Ella is always in it too. I hope she's Ella and uh, is Ella the kind of play those? And oh, you know she was on School Days. What? Cassie Davis is the short little uh, chubby brown uh-huh. skin lady, right? And you know she's married to um, that's her husband in real life. Who? The on Meet the Pains. No, I don't watch that. But Cassie I mean, Davis, the pain, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I don't watch that. Cassie Davis was on School Days. Do you, did you ever see School Days? Yes. Okay. You remember the 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 scene when Lawrence Fishburne goes to the window and he be hollering out, Rachel, Rachel. And then the girl comes out and she be like, here you are again. And she oh, was like, her? your face is cracked and on the ground. That's Cassie Davis. Oh, wow. She always had like an old face yeah. because she looked old. <laughs> that was, I don't mean it like that, but I'm saying she always had like a mature look because she looked kind of mature on that and that was in 19 school days came out what 1986 something crazy i was still in school yeah Yeah, so yes the fun fact that's her so So when you you watch it you'll notice it no because i don't watch tyler perry's shows i I mean except for like the have and have nots but i don't watch meet the browns meet the pain on daddy's little girl yeah daddy's little girl Uh the guy who sang in the bar he was sick. Oh, that's her husband. Was, yeah, and he was, okay. and he's her husband. On, yeah, they're married in real life, and he refuses to do any kind of derogatory black man role. And he and he always, you know, they like, and he's funny, and he they say he'll never be like an A list actor. He said he don't care because he's never going to take any kind of role as a thug or a deadbeat or anything like that. Well, good for him. Stand mm-hmm. for something, yes, or, or fall, fall for, for anything. anything. So, who did some shit this week? Oh my gosh. It's just like, who did some shit is just all the rage. So, the first thing I want to talk about is this Head Start teacher. Mm. Now, Head Start is a federally funded program. Mm -hmm. So, all states have Head Start. It is preschool and kindergarten. So, the children are between the ages of three and five years old that uses these services. They do use real teachers, you know, with degrees and certifications, the such and the like. So, this one, and this was in Kansas, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And the teacher, 26-year-old teacher who has been working for Head Start for three years, is on paid administrative leave. Calm me down. Let me take a breath. Mm. She is on paid administrative leave after they saw her making children strip naked mm. and stand in the closet as punishment. She's a mo- fucking tree jumper. Sorry, she Ooh. is a pedophile. That she what? You is no way. And she's on pay. She's not even locked up. Yeah, because there's no way that you would make children 
children strip strip naked and stand in a closet and what first of all what is is that accomplishing because if they're bad in whatever kind of way let's say that they're biting or they're hitting or they're whatever the case is they talking back stripping them naked is going to do nothing to solve any of those problems and the fact that you want to see kids naked because you're taking off your clothes they got to take off their clothes in front of the classroom so they're embarrassed then they got to go and stand in a closet and then you go into that closet and look in on them and and ask them did they learn their lesson and all that kind of stuff that means that you want a child to be naked in front of you should be in jail mm-hmm. just like if somebody you know sees your phone and you had child pornography in your phone or whatever so and she's on paid administrative leave it boils my blood i tell you and another teacher also in the program she's 41 years old she's mm-hmm. been with the Star program longer she's also on paid administrative leave she didn't actually uh make the children stand naked in the closet as punishment, but she knew it was happening and she never reported it to anyone. Mm. Well, then she's just as guilty. It's just like how I say, if you are a cop who knows that cops are doing bad things and you don't say anything about it, then you're just as bad as the cop that is doing the wrong things. So if you are a teacher and you know that children are being abused, and you know children are being abused and you don't say anything about it, then you are an abuser as well. And both of them should be fired. Both of them should be put in in jail. And their parents should kick both their asses. Now you're talking my language because we were talking about this in a lunchroom at work and I would say you know this was my thing and and I don't care what and I know a lot of times people you know they would, oh, be careful what you say, terroristic threats, and all this other kind of no. stuff, or whatever. Well, that's a but I just that you can listen. Let me tell you something. And, carry out. and this is not a terroristic threat or anything. And praise God, one, my children never went to daycare, and two, my children are adults now. But if that it was my child. If that was my child, I don't care if you was watching Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, cable, regular TV, on your phone. I'm telling you, they would be interrupting your regularly scheduled program to bring you this fast-breaking news story. Because I would be going all the way off. And everybody was going to get it. Yeah, when it comes down to matters of your children i think that you have and molestation yeah, because she's I a pedophile i, don't I think care that nobody. you have the rights and we don't know if she is touching these children it doesn't you matter ma- but what i'm saying is is that it's bad enough that you're making them strip and then you're putting them in a closet so again you are a pedophile but however we don't know even if she's doing something to these kids other than that like if she's going into these places and uh touching these children into this closet and touching these children like and the devastation that that caused and the the a kid when they you know when they think back on that at a time where they had to strip down to the bare bone and then go into a mm-hmm. closet as punishment you know I, I i mean it's just ridiculous and i think and like i was saying before i cut myself off when it comes down to things concerning your children you should have carte blanche to do whatever it is that you want to do and you think about the consequences later Mm-hmm. And that's reality. Right. Because I would be going bananas. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, that girl, that lady, crazy. And I sure Well, would you be. will be. You know, a job as a parent is to protect your children at all costs. You know, when you decide to sign up to be a parent, that's what you sign up for, to protect your children. And if that comes down to... uh Whatever it comes down to, (laughs) that's what you have to do to do what it is that a parent does. And that's protect their children. I just want to know, like, what? Well, first of all, she's a pedophile. She has to be because, you you know, when you try to think about it, it's like, what is wrong with you, lady? Mm -hmm. Well, all this stuff that's going on, where do you live? Under a rock? Mm -hmm. That's how you know she got to be a pedophile because pedophiles can't help themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you've been doing this for three years. Thank you. Thank you. And none just, of, how how did they find out before we move they, on? How did saw, they find somebody out? Somebody saw and so reported it. They didn't see prior to, or they no, just the other lady who saw prior to. They had not. They gained knowledge that she knew that this was happening, and she never reported it. Right, so but she no other child. No, I mean, no to, other teacher saw it. No other I teacher was no, around, or not. you know, they didn't go into that classroom. I don't, or, I don't know. Okay. But I'm telling, I'm mad that I ain't heard a news story about somebody's mother or father going up there. 
Like, what are you doing with your kids? Right. That this is all, like, nobody hears what you're doing. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And stuff like this is not normal. At all. She's a pedophile. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's who did some shit. Okay. What else you got? Well, you know, the CDC hosted the HIV Prevention Conference this week in Atlanta. The CDC, Centers for Disease Control. And they announced, and I just have to bring this up because people think HIV is over. It's not. And it is not. And they announced at the CDC Prevention Conference uh, this week in Atlanta that, I wanted, how did they put it exactly? They said HIV rates are not declining. Mm. Since not. Not. Mm-hmm. In 2013, the HIV rate kind of plateaued. So, but we are still at that same approximate 40,000 new infections a year. year. New infections a year. And for every person that we know is HIV positive, there are at least three people that do not know their status. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, people... Everybody's out here living their best life, you know, do it to the max. You only live once, you know, spring is in the air, fun, 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 till my daddy takes a T-bird away and all that kind of stuff. And you can do all of those things, but please, please, please protect yourself. Yes. Be aware. Yes. You know, we have an HIV 101 episode and I have Babies tips for safer sex go mm-hmm. back and listen yeah i'm just saying it's still very relevant it is and it's amazing to me that people think in 2019 that it's not you know i think that once new medicines came around people started living longer you know and truly being able to live great lives with the disease that people just swept it under the rug you know and it was it, it when we think back to when the virus first came about like in the 80s right Mm -hmm. it was such a stigma you know and I think that that stigma like never really went away and to me they haven't put the resources behind um HIV and AIDS prevention in the way that they should like it's not like uh cancer you know Mm -hmm. the Susan G. Coleman mm-hmm. Foundation and this mm-hmm. and research and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. It's not like that, and it should be. It should be looked at as the same, um, you know, the, not the same kind of disease, but the same mm-hmm. relevancy well, as like you, cancer. Because it's at, this, it's, it's, it might not be taking people out in the same way. People are living longer and better lives, but it's still like a disease, a, a you know, disease. a deadly disease, mm-hmm. and. It's, it's and people still, are dying. They're dying because they don't know that they're infected. Right. And it's the message was urgent because people were dying. Mm-hmm. The message. Oh, recently. Is, no, in you the past. Mean in general. Mm-hmm. In the past, the message was urgent because people were dying. It seems to have faded out because look who is infected most. Yeah. So it wasn't Young like gay then, black men. Right. It wasn't Young like, gay Hispanic men. Yeah. African American women between the ages of 24 and 45. You know, those are the populations who are infected most. Now, so um, still MSM, mm-hmm. men who have sex with men. And then we have the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people, people don't value stuff like that. all mm-hmm. people on the same level. Right. And at the height at the peak of the epidemic, we had um you know, and I tell people all the time, you have you thanked your gay white man today? Because gay white men came from good families, they were educated, the families advocated, they mm-hmm. marched on Washington, they raised money, their dad was a scientist, their cousin was a neurophysicist, mm-hmm. you know, so they were getting things done. So there is still work to out be there. done. Yeah. We are still, you know, there's still research looking for a vaccine because I think that's the only way that we're going to eradicate the virus is to vaccinate. Um, that's usually what happens with viruses. Um, well, I wish they'd hurry up. 
But it doesn't seem that the message is, I mean, I'm working every day telling who I know. Right. But it just, it doesn't (laughs) seem that the message is as urgent as it used to be. So I just want you to be aware, podcast family, that the incidences of HIV infection has not declined. There's still 40,000 new documented infections annually. Mm. That's a lot. It's, it's a whole lot, especially if you say out of those people, it's still three people to those right, one well, person <laughs> that don't know that they're infected. I mean, right. Don't listen to this podcast if you get ready for a date. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is why I'm single. <laughs> and then you talk about get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 25 to 44. I mean, I'm not the 44 yet. You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not out the I'm out of the range. I mean, I use protection, you know, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, my, you know my rules for safe sex. You know, know who the person is, talk about sex, yep. you know, you do a lot of things before you get into it, you know. So, yeah. That's that. What else what we got? Else oh Lord, I, I wanted to. This Speaking is, of oh Lord, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that just put like a little. I mean, this, I don't know. I let me see if I can continue because now my thought process is one in three, three in one. <laughs> it's a lot, but anyway, I wanted to talk about Daniel Caesar. Do you know who Daniel Caesar is? No. Okay. <laughs> I can't even make it up. I'm thinking, but no. I Daniel Caesar is a R&B singer. Oh, what do he sing? He sing the most popular song that he has is "Best Part," where her, you know, the new singer, her, oh, who? her. That's her name. H E R. Her name is her. Her name is her. Like who's on first? Yeah, but it's H dot E dot R, meaning like H-E-R. um. So her, her name is H-E-R, not her. Okay. But what does she sing? She sings that too. She sings the duet with him, best is that part. Her, that's her most popular No, song? I mean, her most popular song is Did probably that. Yeah, probably a song called Focus. I You don't Daniel, know. Did you focus on me? Yes. Okay. Oh! That's her. Okay. That's her. Well, Daniel Caesar and, and, and her, they have a song called Best Part, and that's you know really like everywhere so no um no okay that's anthony hamilton okay. oh that's my boy i like him maybe i'll put a little snippet of it uh so you can listen to it okay but in any event that. daniel caesar who is an rb singer he's about like 20 something years old mm-hmm. he was on live because you know that's the big thing now social media you go on live facebook live instagram live twitter live mm-hmm. snapchat live 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 and in mm-hmm. color and in his live he he talked about uh this white girl who has the black men acting like buffoons um called Yes Jules but I'm not going to go all into her because she doesn't matter you know a uh, white girl with a big butt and they act like you know a white girl with a big butt who they think is down so you know she's all the rage exactly it doesn't matter but Daniel Caesar I wanted to talk about him because he said on his live why are black people treating white people so bad? What do we get out of treating white people so bad? Hmm? Right. So, you know, once the video came out, black Twitter, of course, dragged him. Wait. From heaven to hell. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, mis- I'm not understanding what you're saying. No, you understood exactly what I said. He asked the question, why... Are we treating Yes Jules so bad? But I, like I said, I'm not going to go into her. And then his next question was, why do black people treat white people so bad? What do we get out of treating white people so bad? And I was just thinking to myself, I know this little boy is young. I was about to say, he's clearly young and dumb. And that's what's wrong with these little young kids. They have no respect for history. They have no knowledge of the history. And they think that their social media and entertainment fame is going to exclude them from being uh, 
racially profiled mm -hmm. or mistreated mm -hmm. or anything like that. Now, I'm not saying that all black people are bad. And who the hell are you to say, why do black people treat white people bad? Shit, we can't barbecue. We can't sell water. We can't take our dog to the dog park. We can't, like, <laughs> we can't ride the train. We can't ride the bus. We can't breathe. We can't sneeze. We can't do anything. Every single day, several times a day on the social media that y'all love so much, they there are videos showing you what white people are doing to black people on a consistent basis from the president of the United States to police officers, firefighters, people at the store, you know, blackface, these brands, everything. They're showing you how white people view and treat black people. And for you to say something like that is asinine. I'm thinking to myself, like, a whole race of people captured a whole another race of people. Inherently, we have never been violent toward white people, but white people have always been violent toward us. And when people, whomever they are, whether that be Daniel Caesar or Joe Blow up the street, once you get that in your noggin and you get that knowledge, then you'll understand that what you say has effect and what you say is asinine. And to ask a question like that when there are still people constantly being badgered, uh, uh, raped, um, beaten, killed, you know, by in the, of the hands of white people, you know. I, Cause I don't know the last time I seen a video on social media of a black cop shooting down a white child, and then they laying there for four hours. And I, I don't remember the last time I seen that, but I do remember the last time that I seen a white cop shoot down a black child in a neighborhood and them laying there for four hours. I do remember that. I remember today when I was looking on social media and I seen a white security guard in a school um, attacking a Hispanic child and a black child. I do remember that. I was seeing, I seen that earlier. That was about 12. It's about 8 now. I, I just think that, you know, I don't know what these kids are thinking in their mind. Like, you got these white friends and you love them and it's all well and good, you know. And if your experiences aren't your experiences, that's fine. But don't negate somebody else's experiences with something like that. You know? Because he was around a group of white kids when he was saying it. Not just it. that. He didn't... Sometimes they just have to learn the hard way. Well, he's going to be one he... of the ones that has to learn yeah. the hard way. And see, but he'll be one of the ones who something happens to him. Let's say he get racially profiled or something like that. And he'll be like, oh, it's just that person. It's not all people. You know, because people like to throw that around. All white people ain't bad. You're right. All white people ain't bad. But when it came down, when it comes down to it and you got to pick a side and you got to stand on who you going to ride for, you better ride for your own because they always going to ride for theirs. Mm -hmm. So, no, all, all people aren't bad. You got good people in races, you got bad people in races, but at the end of the day, you know, you got a large majority of them that aren't good. I did read an article. And I'm going to go with the majority. This, well, That's first for of all, me. I'm black. You yeah. know, and I have to support my own. I'm not going to, you know, reject my own. And I want to uh, do what I can to educate, uplift you know, support my own. Mm -hmm. But I was reading an article earlier this week and it said um, the Education Association, like there's some kind of big meeting, you know, with Black History Month and all the faux pas that went on. And they were saying the that faux we want, um, you know, they want to teach black history, but they don't know how to teach about slavery. What do you mean you don't know how to teach about slavery? Tell the truth. Slavery exists. You had people that went into a place, captured another people, and then brought them to this place and made them work free labor and build this world. And, and tortured, tortured them, them in the process. You know, in the process their bringing women, them here, their separated babies. their families, yes. you know, and that stuff is still happening today with mass incarceration. It's just another form of slavery, and now you just making it, you know, you just legalized it once again. So, I mean, I don't understand how you can even look at the world. And I don't understand how a person could be 20-something years old growing up in a social media age. That's what really baffles me. You're growing up in a social media state, 
uh, age. You see the stuff every single day. You can't no, escape don't. it. No, yes, you do. Yes, you do. But you are so blinded by whiteness that you don't want to see it. And that's what it comes down to. You're blinded by whiteness. You didn't let this white, you didn't let the white blind man put man. in your head. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> let the white man put in your head that white is right. And that's all you know. And that's all you think about. You know what I'm saying? Like you got these white friends that's around you that's giving you this courage to talk about your own people, people that look just like you. When you look in the mirror, you don't see white, you see black. And you're a dark-skinned black man. Speaking of black man, uh, what's uh, up with your boy? Who? John Gray. Pastor John Gray. Pastor John Gray, who now has his own church. What's it called? You know the name of his church? No, I just know it's in South Carolina. It's in South Carolina. He left Joel Osteen's church. Mm-hmm. And he went on to pastor his own mega church. You know, um, he has his wife. What's her name? Aventur. 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 Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talked about John Gray before. Um, going to go see Trump and all that. And I like John Gray. He got the show on, on him and his mm-hmm. family. You know, I like his messages. I've listened to a lot of his sermons. Well, back in May, when him and Aventur started the church, they came out and they told the congregation that he had what he did not call an affair. Uh, He said he didn't have an affair because an affair is a physical sexual interaction with the opposite sex or with the same sex. That's not your spouse. Right? So that was that. They told their congregation it was what it was. He bought her a $200,000 Lamborghini. People went all up in arms like, how you afford a $200,000 Lamborghini? And I was like, why are they so mad? I mean, people work. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. his job. He's a pastor. And he has television shows. Right. And he probably mm-hmm. got businesses. He probably mm-hmm. all got all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm sure he got some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. He was in Joel Osteen's church. And, and you know, on Oprah Network. And you know, right. that's a he mega church. Mm-hmm. Right. So... They did that in May. Well, now it's resurfaced. You know, now they on the uh, television circuit because they promoting mm-hmm. the show. And, of course, the infidelity is going to come out on the show. So, they was on The Real. And Adrian from The Real asked him straight up, did you have an affair? He said, straight up, no. And then his goofy-ass wife is next to him clapping. Then he started talking about how... He had an affair. He had an affair. <laughs> he was like, I didn't have a phys- I didn't have any physical contact with the person. However, I was, you know, conversing with this person and, and, and being with this person. Then he said, I had an emotional affair. Well, what's the difference between an emotional affair and a physical affair? Because at the end of the day, affair is in the sentence. So you I had... I'm having an emotional affair. You are? I don't know. You want to talk about it? I don't know. You Off think, air? You think I am? Uh, yes. Oh, I should stop participating. You want to stop? I mean, don't bother me. I don't be doing nothing. I'm not married. This is a whole other. This It just got juicy. Well, according to John Gray, he wasn't seeing her either. Oh. He was only in the presence of her one time. Well, because we live in this social media. She said, oh, you ain't going to get on TV and talk about you ain't had no affair with me. So she brought out the receipts. She had voicemail messages. He said the Aventur don't F him, suck him, or wash his dirty drawers. Oh, he he didn't pay he didn't pay for this woman's BMW, took her on trips, t- was in the same hotel. And I'm getting a- right. So so he saying he did all of this, but I never do it to her. That's what he said. My lord got my No, lord. he didn't say that he did all of that. He just said that he was having he was having conversations with this well, woman. Well, who said about the BMWs and stuff like well, that? Well, the receipts. The right, receipts. So that's what you're doing. So you're doing all of that. You're spending all that money and you're not getting what you said your wife don't give you? Well, allegedly, she didn't go into details about whether or not they was having sex, but she did go into details. First and, of all, and, you're and paying the, for what your wife doesn't do. So you're going to get that. Right, but she didn't say... Who's she? The mistress... Okay, it doesn't matter. Now, listen, I'm, if what I want is sex, he, I'm not going to pay for not sex. If what I want is conversation, well, if what I want is sex, I'm not going to pay for conversation. And it doesn't make any sense. Well, he, he, listen, I'm just telling you what the woman said. 
he was she was sending him videos and he was like jacking off to the videos and in the videos he was speaking in tongue. She got the voicemail Shut message. Up, that's, that's what, what that, she I'm said. Done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You ain't speaking in tongues. Why you? I'm done. As he was jacking off and he was you know and he was reaching the, the climax. He was speaking <laughs> in tongues. She got the messages. Shut up. <laughs> it's on tape. So they're are they're FaceTiming, they're having virtual sex. Mm-hmm. They having emotional sex, physical sex, or virtual he sex. Real sex for cheaper than all of that. He could have, but he was in now he he's he he said that he loved the woman. He's like involved with the woman. So now I break it up just to say that if you are out here promoting your show and talking about your affair, just be clean about the whole thing. Like, now you have your wife looking stupid twice. Because now she's supporting the fact that you didn't have a real affair, that you just had an emotional affair, and you got her out here looking stupid. Where you could have just said from the door, A, you could have not said nothing. B, because if the woman was going to bring out the tapes, she could have been did that. She only really brought out the tapes because you're trying to downplay the situation. You're trying to say that it wasn't nothing. Now she's like, oh, no, it was something. I was your woman. You know how Ray Charles woman on the um on the movie said, I'm Mrs. Ray Charles when we on the road. That's who she was. Right. She was Pastor John Gray's wife on the road and Avatar was home. Well, let me just say this, because I like Avatar. What I mean what I know of her, <sighs> wait a minute. What I know of her from the shows and all that kind of stuff. I like Avatar. Um, she appears to be a good mother mm-hmm. and there are a lot of sexless marriages. Yes. Their marriage cannot be totally sexless because they have two children. They know um, something. But exactly. So, and I really do like Aventure oh, and I'm saying that that is her, whatever choice she makes is her choice. If that's her husband and she's going to forgive him and move on and not divorce him and all that kind of stuff, she is, you don't owe anybody an explanation. Yes, but leave us out of it. Leave us out of it. You don't have to leave people. Just leave us out of it. You don't have to tell your business is the point. The point is... Aventure doesn't have any business in the say-so. But Aventure does have business in the say-so. Her husband did it. Like, all she wanted to say... Her only business is... But it's not about her. Because she's the victim. It's not about her. She's the victim. Even though she looks crazy to me, it's her... it's it's, it's, forgive. And it's nothing wrong with that. And it's nothing wrong with that. But stop telling us about it. You didn't you have to hear about it. No, I don't. Because now it brings up the question of your integrity. Because you preach a lot about how women should be wives, how women should act like wives, and if they act like wives, then they'll become wives. And what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. You always preaching to what women should be doing. So you know, sow the seed into the man in a certain kind of way, and he'll give you that seed back. That's what you preach. And you and now, uh, like all people, I gotta look at you like a hypocrite and. Here's the thing. You a man. You a pastor, but you're still a man. Nobody falls short of sin. But stop telling me about it. Because now I got to judge you. And I'm a Christian. I don't want to judge you. But now I got to. Because you steady telling me as a woman what I should be doing. And you ain't even doing what you're supposed to be doing as a leader, of as the man. And a pastor. I know Joel Osteen. Glad he left. I know Joel's like, because I didn't have, I don't have, I don't have none of this going on in my church. Joel had that one scandal when he wasn't letting people in for the hurricane. He quickly turned that around, like, oh, y'all could come in. No, it wasn't that. It was at the the. um, What was it? They got water too, and they had to get the water out. That's not what it was. That wasn't what it was. No, it was all of the backlash that he. No, that's the statement. They had water too. Girl, please. um, Girl, please. Well, first of all, that wasn't the only thing because, you know, Israel Houghton is from his church, too. And they say he had an affair. Yeah. With Adrian? No, he had an affair on his wife and that's why they broke up, right? Israel Houghton? Yeah. Um, Yeah, he had some kind of sexual misconduct or something. And so they said him. So he left the church, too. Well, that ain't there. That ain't there. Um... It ain't their problem. That's what I'm just going to say that the you know, flesh is weak. That, that's true too. And the church is made up of people. And right. people are people. And Christians ain't nothing but sinners, you know, trying to get right, maybe. You know, most days of the week. It is, but stop as a. I just feel like stop as a leader, and then we can wrap this up. Stop as a leader 
telling people what they should and should not be doing and then you're not even living in the way that you are telling people i don't like that stop telling women what women should be doing and this is what i did with my wife and my wife and that's listen and then now it comes out and you jacking off speaking in tongues well come on that is tmi well it ain't that much tmi because let me tell you something if i was somebody's mistress and I chose to be somebody's mistress. Now, for me, speaking for me, if I was somebody's mistress, I wouldn't say nothing because I I know what it is. I'm in it. It is what it is. But you ain't going to dog me and think that everything is going to be okay. If I ain't saying nothing, don't say nothing. When you bring me up and you start dragging me through the mud, I'm going to drag you through the mud too. By the way, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not in an emotional affair with anybody. It's not that. (laughs) We'll talk about offline what it is. Because the fact that you even thought that you might be in one. It's... Well, he said he talks to her all the time. You think I'm being used for an emotional affair? I mean, you could definitely be being used for an emotional affair. Somebody could definitely be having an emotional affair with you because they're getting something from you that they're not getting somewhere else. And you and it, and it be unbeknownst to you. You right, just thinking you just like, hey, what's going on? What you doing? Yeah. You know, and they like, yeah, you know, and then you find yourself talking to them, talking them off the ledge about some stuff. And then the next thing you know, they feel better. You don't even know. You're none the wiser because you're just like, we cool. What's up? It yes, is what it I is. I am innocent in this whole thing. Yes. I didn't say you was innocent. I said, <laughs> you said, because you have an emotional affair and, and maybe you. Well, I'm not you. having an affair because I'm single. Okay. That's but true. But I do have two people who call me a lot. Do they call you to talk about their marriage? I refuse to talk about their marriage. Do they call you to talk about, hey, what's up with you? I'm trying to get with you? I mean, maybe like later in the conversation, they might be suggestive. I just laugh it off, like whatever. But. Do you ever say, like, eh, Ninja, you funny. You better go say that to your wife. Right. Okay. That's usually how I respond. Okay. Well, I would just ask them, because, you know, I'm straight up. But, I mean, I would just say, hey, are you using me for an emotional emotional affair? (laughs) Because I ain't nobody's emotional nothing. That's what I would say. Right. I got a license. That'll be $29.95 per hour. But, Yeah. We're going to dive more into this off offline because I feel like this is a whole thing, like a whole topic we could get into. Like user? Like user. It has user. His name is user for a reason. Right. But he, First was, of all, he was a user before he was married. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, hence the reason why his name is user. Hence the reason why he's, he don't bother me. Yes, because he is a user. Okay. He is a user. And if anybody was using you for emotional affairs, it's him. <laughs> He's a person that'll use you for anything. Oh, you know something about fixing sinks? Let me use your knowledge. Oh, you got a car? You could take me to the store? Let me get a ride. You know, oh, my wife. Oh, I don't care about the ride thing. I'm using it as an example. Oh, woe is me. My marriage is so bad, but I got 17 kids and I keep having them. Well, it ain't that damn bad when 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 you're screwing. It ain't that damn bad. So what, you bust your nut and then it goes back to being bad? User. Yeah. We we almost 50 minutes into this. You want to keep going? Because I can. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so it's nothing in you at one point in time, except for when I was talking about John Gray having an emotional affair. Because emotional affairs are real. Emotional affairs happen. But you I know, think, you could definitely not have. Affair, when ahead. I think of emotional affair, I think like, so... And I'm just, so if the man is the one who's married and the woman is not. So I'm just thinking about, because I do get talked to, you know, two specific people a lot. Like, but th- I mean, we cool. We was cool before they were married. You know what I mean? For years. I've known them for a long, long time. And, you know, but usually in an emotional affair, both parties get Mm-mm. something. They get something. Like, this girl got these gifts and stuff like that. Or you get something they out get, of it. What do I get? I'll just be bored. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? It don't. Well, if you're bored and you like, hey, what's up? You still get a conversation. It takes away your boredom for the well, time think, that you're talking well, to them. I think that maybe I should so, charge or something. Well, you should. And first of all, I, 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 let me tell you something. I would be getting something out of it. <laughs> and, and, and whatever that something is. Now, you decide what the something is. But something needs to be yeah. happening. It No no fair exchange is no robbery. Let me tell you that. And and so if 
you cannot be in a relationship and a person can be in a relationship and you guys are having an uh, emotional affair. Just like if you wasn't in a relationship, you single, but you screw on a married man, you having an affair. Well, it don't, it doesn't matter if you got something to lose in a situation at all. Now you have a mind frame of, Oh, what's up? You just my friend or whatever. You don't have a weaker mind frame where you will fall into it because once because it starts off with an emotional affair and eventually it ends up and then it becomes mental, then it becomes physical, and the next thing you know, you are wrapped in. You know what I'm saying? You wrapped in. You didn't even think you was gonna get wrapped in. You went in looking for a good time, and now you like, oh, you gotta go home. You know, now you mad. Oh, we can't get on the company level now. The point is, is that that's how it progresses. Now, your mind frame is a stronger mind frame where you just like, yo, these my boys. What's up? I know you before you was married. What's going on? No, I ain't trying to sleep with you. No, I'm not trying to. No, I'm not trying to do none of that. You know, but it still doesn't take away the fact that you are providing something that they're looking for and they providing something you looking for even if it's just like a getting out of boredom for for 10 minutes that i talk to you they still providing something that you looking for too so i say all of that to say be careful with the emotional affairs because you know emotions are something you know, you start caring for the person a little bit more. You start caring about what they're going through a little bit more. You start listening a little bit more. And the next thing you know, you're talking a little bit more. And then talking turns into, oh, you having a bad day? Come on over. And then the next thing you know, you're giving back massages. It happens. I agree. And I also think that... Um and you got a wife. You got somebody to talk to. Right. You have options. So I, I agree with that too. And I also think that emotional affair, like you're right, one thing, that kind of, um, what they say, one thing leads to another. And I just feel like in today's world, and I think every generation says this, but everything is just so loose and lewd and no big deal Mm -hmm. and people do not have control over their emotions Mm -mm. you know people are really not in control they don't know who they are even older people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they don't know who they are they don't know what they want. want they don't like there are some single people who obsess about being single Mm -hmm. like everything they do is because they might get a man today or they'll hang out with people who are cool like oh my gosh why won't he talk to me like that Mm -hmm. or oh my gosh that's my boy but we're perfect for each other he needs to leave his wife Mm -hmm. Um, you know just like crazy thoughts like that all Mm -hmm. the time and I think that that's so uh, prevalent Mm -hmm. in today's society and a lot of times you know that void is not something that can be filled because you don't really want a relationship. Mm-hmm. You want everything. You want everything your way. You want mm-hmm. everything to stay the same and then have this person at your beck and call, really. Which is why even marriages don't last. Because mm-hmm. people want everything their way mm-hmm. and then have the other person to be at their beck and call. And then you'll give a little. You know, because ma- I know marriage is compromised. I'll, here, I'll give you this little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of me. So I can see how emotional affairs can very easily um, come about. But I was just thinking, like, you know, uh, some of my friends, and I, it's just not all of them, but I know one, like, really, they just lean on me for just about everything. And I just... <laughs> Zapping your energy. It, yeah, Using like, you for your energy. And the thing is, is you got somebody to use for their energy. You know, the person that you chose to, whether friends or not, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like man, this... Man, go to your boys. Well, Talk yeah. to your boys about it. Yeah, why are you yeah. talking to me? Well, because. And now yeah, I'm sure, Why? Because. Right, but, but now I'm, I'm slinging it straight like a dude. Like, yeah, hey, fuck that shit. No, get out of it then. Oh, leave. Like, yeah. oh, do this. You that be like, yeah. Well, that's why I said because you, know. you have a stronger mindset. Where somebody that doesn't have a stronger mindset, you know, people that to me, emotional affairs are worse than anything, you know, because physically you could go sleep with somebody that you take your ass home. Just for you a know, man. 
Yeah, a man, and, and, a man doesn't get connected. A, a man and let me tell you something. No strings, and that's true. And for women emotions. too, if if you a certain kind of woman, for women too, you know, it ain't always got to be an emotional thing. Sometimes you want to bust a nut just like somebody else. Mm-hmm. You go, you do it, you take your ass home, and you be like, "Hey, Ronnie, what are we eating tonight?" You know what I'm saying? It happens. And so mm-hmm. a man can do a man can do the same exact thing. I feel like if a if a if a person, whomever they are, but especially a man, has gotten to the point where emotionally they are leaning on you emotionally they feel tied to you they look at you as some kind of importance and eventually a a a, a woman might be like now maybe not you but a woman might be like Oh, he really values me. He he's into me. He's you know emotionally he's leaning on me. You know, and and I'm just telling you, it leads to other things, emotional affairs, and it ain't gotta be a physical thing. Because to me, if I was a wife, if I was somebody's wife, and I found out that emotionally you was tied into a woman, it's over. Point blank. Period. If I found out that you screwed a woman, you might could come home and we might can make it work. To be honest with you, we might we might go to count. But if I found that you was like in in it with a woman like him, like John Gray, you're in it with this woman, right? You paying her bills, you sending her cash apps. She in the same exact hotel that you and your wife are staying in. You telling your wife, I'll be back. I'm going downstairs to prep for the sermon. Meanwhile, you in Shireen's room. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You you was tied to this woman in a certain kind of way. Shireen's chicken, now Shireen's room. I don't even know who Shireen is, and I don't even know why that name is on my um on, on my radar. That's Shireen is from House Party. She okay. was the girl from House Party, but I don't know why that's on my mind. But in any event, um, I think that you should definitely take a look. You know, just sit back and think about what an emotional affair is. Uh, if I you think don't think that you in one, it's it's like okay. But if you do think that you in one, then reevaluate the fact that you you may not be in that emotional affair, but that other person is, and bring them to the carpet. Like yo, wh- I mean, what's the deal? What we doing? Why you keep calling me? You got somebody to talk to? Go to one of your boys. Go to one of your family members. Go to like if you want to just call me and shoot the shit. Like hey, what's up? What you doing today? nothing i gotta run some errands oh all right then i was just checking in on you talk to you later but if you calling me and you talking about yeah oh it's another ah well i think and a user is definitely doing that because his ass is a user (laughs) i like and the other one is turning to be a fucking user too as far as i'm concerned but go ahead really i mean listen you i like them but But what? And you made your decision, right? That's how I feel. Like you made your decision, and so if you if you made your decision, you know you made your decision. Like that's what you do. But I've had like okay, so I had someone tell me that they're in love with someone, Mm -hmm. but they married someone else, and I asked them point blank, period. Like, how could you be in love with one person and marry somebody else? Easy. And, you, and that's exactly what he said. Very easy. How can you well, be Why love? would you do that? Why, why do people do a lot of stuff? That's like me, right? I meet two men at the same time. One of them is rich, you know, and I don't want to be poor. Mm-hmm. But I love somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. I love what they bring to, to me. They make me feel good. They make me feel like I can accomplish anything. But they broke. You know, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I'm like, Shh. <laughs> I didn't cross over that next box. Do you want to go back to eat oodles and noodles or you want to be eating this filet? Right. And and I might be one of them type of people that's like, well, filet is always better than the noodle. So now I go and I marry filet. I ain't happy, but I'm living well, you know, and every now and again, I slide back the noodle like what you doing? Mm. you good because because he makes me feel good i love him i love everything about him but he can't take care of me in a certain kind of way and and so but that's from a woman's perspective what about a man even though we're not men no i'm using that you couldn't get the girl you love no i'm using that as an example maybe that person brought something to the table that they didn't think that the other person brought maybe that person no he didn't think he could get the other one is that what it is well he's a dumbass and I, you, I say it all the time. If you think you can, if you think you can't, 
You're right. And, and it might be right, but I think that it's definitely something else in that. I think that that other person, that wife, t- provided something for him that he thought that the other person couldn't provide. Because other than that, it would be like, again, it's the rich poor thing you know like you want to be rich or you want to be poor and not saying that the person that he loves is poor but you thought that the other person can enrich your life in a certain kind of way you know maybe the boy wanted to have kids and the, and the woman that he loved couldn't have kids so he was like well I love her but this is what I really want so he went somewhere else and did something else you know what I'm saying but then you still in love you still got your feelings and it still is what it is but you know they they can't provide what it is that you need so mm. it happens and that's how emotional affairs happen yeah exactly how it happens because now that's a good example because now you tied in right this person is like oh, okay i can have this baby over here but i still love you so emotionally i'm tied over here and i'm not over here but this is what i'm doing and how can you do it very easy very easy okay that's true and i think that's a good example but what about you know you're talking about that one they love can't have kids and the other one they marry can um but how do you know that because then you get married and because it may come down to willingness one is not willing to have kids so you marry the one who will have kids and then you get married find out she can't well that ain't your problem because that ain't what you think about in the beginning you gotta go where the willingness is if i was dealing with a man right now whatever happened to love goodness love don't listen live here anymore love just a vacancy and love don't pay these bills and that's all i'm saying i'm not gonna marry oodles and noodles if he can't take care of me i'm a merry filet it's what it is it's just what it is and have an emotional affair life ain't fair Life ain't fair. But it takes, always remember this, it takes two people to have an emotional affair. If you the one person that don't want to have the emotional affair, get out. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't feel like I'm having an emotional affair. I, I, think just, maybe, I, I ain't saying you, I'm saying whoever out there is are. having one. Well, I was talking about me. That's because, I mean, you know, we were talking about it and um, I don't even know if we met to talk about I don't think we did. Affair, but, you know, so... I'm just saying, an emotional affair, what makes it an emotional affair? Usually, they talk bad about their spouse. Mm. Did John Gray do that? Yep. Say, she don't suck, she don't, she don't this, she don't that. She don't wash her drawers. She don't wash her drawers. So, yes, he did that. Um... You're trying to be alone with that other person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He did that sometimes. Sure mm-hmm. did. And then he had the nerve to tell her. To to her. But wait, then I had the nerve to tell her in the voicemail. I'm sowing my seed into you, and so and I'm taking care of you financially. What kind of seed? The seed. seed seed or seed seed. I think it's seed seed, not like seed seed. Yeah. <laughs> so he he said that he was sowing his seed into her and taking care of her financially, and he can't even go, get a call back because I guess she wasn't calling him back fast mm-hmm. enough. So yeah, you're trying to spend time with the person. Go ahead. You're trying to hide what you're doing. Well, there well, you, you go. go. Ding ding ding. We got one there. You're straight up obsessed. Well, you just said it. He was. I, I'm I can't even get a call back. Call back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you long to feel desirable and powerful in a relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like your wife ain't doing it for you, you like, mm, no. And the person that you're having an affair with usually is the person that makes you feel great. Absolutely. You know, that's why you're going over there. And that's how you know, like, they're, uh, women like the appearance of power because John Gray ain't no looker and he's shaped funny. He ain't a bad looking man but he ain't no looker and he's shaped funny. He ain't a bad looking man in the face but he is crazy looking in the body. Yeah. But somebody like it. You're avoiding real intimacy with your partner. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he is avoiding it. He just said he wasn't getting it. Um, you count on your partner too much and they can't deliver, which probably is the case. That they be the wanting case. wives to be like super women. Like they just want everything. And if you listen to the, the way, I was much. about to say, if you listen to the way that he talks about Aventur, he definitely did, you know, and, and, and that really pisses me off. Cause he'd be like, Oh, my wife is this. My wife is that. My wife is this. And then she, the best thing since sliced bread. Well, mm-hmm. obviously she ain't that. Best right, and why do you have to say all of those things just to make you feel better or to give the pretense? Everybody's so into pretense now, mm-hmm. it gets on my nerves. Um, you're turning to that other person for celebration and support instead of your spouse, yes. Mm. 
And he got all the signs. You're lying to your spouse about that other person in your life. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. So by this time, you're in too deep. And that's what I started off this saying. You have to be very careful because emotionally turns into mentally, which mentally and emotionally is the same thing to me. And then it turns into physical. And once it turns into that, First from of all, emotional, I, I, do all believe, I do not believe for one second that he has never had sex with that woman. No, he I, did. He has I, had I sex with her. And, and, and my point is, is when it starts out emotional, it can turn into sex. You know, you're already having sex in the mind. You already, mm-hmm. it's already there. So, and the Bible says if you thought, you might as well do it. Because same difference. Well. It's the intent. Yes. That's so, what they say in the Bible? Yes. Well, so, um, <laughs> the Bible be reading people, don't it? The, uh, <laughs> I tell people all the time, everything pertaining to life is in the Bible. So, yeah, that's. So, listening to all of that before we wrap up. You think you're having an emotional affair? I, and this is what I was going to say, because I think that sometimes that I am not having an emotional affair and at all. But I think, and that woman may not feel like she's having an emotional affair. Oh, she knew she was She knew exactly what she was doing. Like, she was getting this, this, that. Well, she she was having an affair. It don't matter if it's emotional, mental, physical. She was like, I'm getting this, 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 this. Uh Right? So, um, I don't have any of those characteristics, but I do see those characteristics coming to me but i just don't pay them no like i don't not all of them nobody has all of them yeah you know they have, they have a few but you know and it's just like hey what's up you know yeah oh that's good all right let me know you know like that i guess don't be a willing participant i can't you know i, I don't feel like a willing participant I never felt like a willing participant until... When you listen back to this, you will. Yeah, well, I it got me, like, you know. And then what am I going to say next time they call? Like, oh, my gosh, I know we're cool. Oh, gosh, yeah, you're my boy and everything, but I don't want to have this emotional affair. <laughs> Are you using me for right. emotional affair? Yeah, you know? that's what I would say. Mm. I would definitely say that. Are you using me for emotional affair? They're going to be stumped, like, what? You heard me. And you know what? Now, now that we're thinking about it, I don't know. I got I to gotta do some investigations. Because you know what? I just think that they just always take for granted that I'm going to be there. Like when they call or if they need something, they just take for like, oh. It's in the signs. It's, <laughs> it's in the signs. I'm just so helpful. Oh, I have to do something about this me at the day. Well, you didn't give the girl money. So, so no, use that saying. Use that same energy with this. Was she a chick? That was easy. It ain't. It's it ain't that hard. Dudes, money either. Of course, you ain't gonna get no money. But I'm saying you didn't. You already on a roll of not helping people. Continue on. Yeah, I'm strong. Okay, I'm strong. (laughs) I'm strong. (laughs) You is kind. Right. (laughs) Smart. You is important. And strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just. mm. I'm gonna ask him. Like, are you using me? please do and then report back to us and let us know um what the answer was because this Mm -hmm. is going to be very interesting juicy Mm -hmm. to say the least and i want to know like you know me too Mm. i want to know too yeah well we'll check it out listen it's no better way to get on out of here than knowing that we're gonna get an update I don't know if it's going to be on the next podcast, but we're definitely going to get an update on whether or not the V is in an emotional affair, at least if somebody is having an emotional affair with her. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for the week. We hope that you enjoyed this week's show. Remember that an all new episode drops each and every Monday and you can find us anywhere you can listen to your favorite podcast. But V said it in the beginning, we are on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, and anchor check us out remember to follow us on social media you can follow us facebook instagram and twitter at we did that shit follow me on my personal twitter it's my my 13 that's m-y-m-y-1-3 and i'm at baby amina that's b-i-b-b-i-a-m-i-n-a and we'll be here same time next week remember be great this week do that shit i love you maya love you too